Tell me when you're ready to go. Tell me when you're ready. Tell me when you're ready to go. And that song, Tell Me When You Go. Tell Me When You Go. Mm-hmm. Do you know the Pata Huna? It's a big mm-hmm. Bay Area artist. Yeah, bro, of course. It's our dumb one, dog. What's his name? You know, that one guy. <laughs> E40. Yeah, yeah. You Google that? No. Alright. Can't Google that fast. E40 came out with his own malt liquor. And then he came out with his own wine. He's like a chef. What's the name of his liquor? I forgot what the name of his wine is, but like, yeah, he does have like it's probably like E forty something. It's like he sells forties. Like the man is really on brand. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah, the other guy he lives out here too. He lives in Livermore, I think. The guy that used to wear the pants and said, I can't can't touch this. MC Hammer. <laughs> the guy that used to wear the pants. What the fuck? Very he crazy. had the pants, man. <laughs> the pants. Speaking of pants. Remember Flavor Flav? Yeah. That was a ridiculous... Remember the Flavor of Love? Dude, the flavor of love would not make like one episode without being canceled today. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but I knew a gaggle of bitches happening. like fighting over <laughs> a giant plot. man. What a ridiculous time! It was like the what a beautiful time man. to be alive, bro. What a beautiful like the flavor flavor could be a thing, and like that was what like flavor of love was like two thousand six. Yeah, I think I think so. I think I was yeah. in like eighth grade. You have an iPad. You said you were gonna use it to look up ridiculous things. Look right. up one. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Then that lady. The flavor like, of Love is an American reality show that first premiered on January first, two thousand six. Two thousand six. On VH one. I, I remember hearing about it in woodshop class in eighth grade. That's when I heard about like MySpace too. Man, MySpace was dope. It was. We took Tom for granted. We're sorry, Tom. We're so sorry. Do you want to start the show? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Welcome to the Miles Apart Podcast. We're your hosts. My name's Guggen. And my name is Jess. And we're back, folks. You know, it's a uh, Loki episode one premiered the other night. And Jess, I know you have a lot to say, so I will let you get started. <clears throat> well, just off the bat, I'm going to fucking come in with like a hot take. Favorite Marvel show, I would say. Since really? Anything, yeah, right off the bat. And I think there have been two Marvel shows that have fully came out, had full seasons, mm-hmm. have fleshed out and developed characters. Yep. And, and then after one episode. Yeah. 
we just saw they made Loki live his entire character arc over a decade in twenty to thirty minutes, and they made that shit work. Do you like? I saw this man like watch his mom die, be partially responsible, finally have his father accept him for who he is. His brothers like was friends with him. They were at like they're at um war, you know they were fighting together side by side like tells them you know how it's been an honor then he gets to see himself die and like and what's crazy about that parallel lines like the framing of that shot it looks like when he says you'll never be a god it looks like loki's like in the lower right it looks like he's saying it to himself like you get to like that was one of my biggest things when this when this show was coming out I was like, eh, it kind of sucks because, you know, this isn't that Loki that post Ragnar knock. Oh, Loki. Ragnar. Ragnarok. Ah, I always fuck it up. Um, That's the Loki that, you know, we were kind of vested in. I was like, this is kind of whack because it's going to be 2012 Loki, you know? but Which they, is yeah. crazy. That's why and he's like, they're they're like Avengers no. mode. Yeah, and then they're like, nope. And then boom, Owen Wilson... Freaking so good, dude. If there was like that's Marvel does this thing where they find actors and like somehow, like, and and I think it's their writing for them too. They, they write really good characters, but like they find the perfect people to play the perfect part. I feel like this was a part Owen Wilson would play, and he's playing it to the best of his self. Yeah, and it's good that he's in the MCU, man. Cool. Yeah, that's just 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 off the top of my head that. So they make Loki relive his entire character arc, and like you get to see even more growth because, like you said, he gets to see all that, all the things like he finally is accepted. He feels accepted by his family, and he sees his mom die. He's partially responsible, like all these things, and he's. It's like, yeah, and then the other reason why I think is so everything I wanted from. WandaVision, like, in terms of multiverse, stuff like that, this show's already given me in, like, one episode of, like, I know this is going to have some big fucking implications on... It seems like the biggest implications. Yeah, in the MCU, exactly. This is a game changer. It already feels that way. And and what a way to, like kind of go okay you know we're past that now like this guy these people are like in in the show the last decade has been about like the infinity stones and like you see that with loki how he wants he just wants to tesseract back and then to when in the show when they show the timekeepers um when he pulls the drawer open like there's there there's a bunch of like these aren't important anymore like yeah, All right. that's why he has that realization. Like, is this the greatest power like in the universe? And, and it's in Cody's <sighs> desk. That that's like his name, Cody. Yeah, I think it was Cody. Was it Chester? Was it Chester or Cody? I don't know. That's something I should be looking up. Mm-hmm. Come on, man, you're slacking. I know. I know. But um, yeah, yeah. Keep going, man. Keep Casey. Going. It was Casey. 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 There you go. Yeah, his paperweights. You know, what's a fish? But yeah, man. What's a fish? <clears throat> what about you? No, man. I think 
you so before I saw this show, I hate I don't like to set my expectations on anything. I like to go into these things blind. Even after WandaVision for Falcon and Winter Soldier, I stopped watching recap shows or breakdown shows because that's all we saw in WandaVision that like Mephesto, blah, 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 blah. And that like threw my vibe off on the show. Like I just want to purely enjoy the show. So for this one, didn't really know what was going to be happening. And didn't even really fucking consider what was going to be happening until, boom, as soon as it opened and we're right back at 2012, you know, in the in that scene from Endgame where they're trying to take it. And they pick up right at that moment. And I was back in, man. And I was just like, oh, like, you know, I had that thought, too. Like, as I was watching, I was like, you know what? The last two shows were nice, but this one has, like, the most like Avengers related, like it seems like they're really filling in, like you know the questions that we had when we watched Endgame of like where did that Loki go, like what's happening with him, and seeing what he's going through and seeing what the TVA is, man. Like the MCU is expanding on so many levels. What on the. F- where did we watch Iron Man the other day? Were we watching it on your on the flight, right? You had it on mm-hmm. your phone, I think. And just to think that it went from human, Earth, like just technology, things happening, to with Thor being, hey, this is another realm, to Guardians being, we're in deep space, and then with Ant-Man being like the quantum verse and stuff, and then now this TVA is a completely different thing in that, man. And like you described, like, it seems like it's the biggest. I don't read comics. Do you Do you know anything about the TVA or the Time Lords or whatever? I don't know much about them. I know very vaguely enough to where, like, if I say... They're, they're, ooh, I've been practicing a scenario for this. Wait, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. Um, I don't know much about that uh, subject to have an opinion on it. So you haven't read comics on them, great. But it seems like I liked the style that they had where the technology looked old, but it was actually like really advanced. You know, like this is just throughout the show where we're at the TVA headquarters and stuff. Like, you know, like the TVs and like the things that they had. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I like the, I like the like old timey cartoon explaining what was happening. So from what we. Miss Minutes. Yes. So from what we gather from this is that back in the day, there were a lot of multiverses and they were all competing to be the dominant, you know, universe which is crazy if you think about it. And then these what? time people came and then like joined all of them into one and then that's what they're overseeing. So everything that's happening is happening accordingly. And then fucking this is what this is what Marvel does a good thing about. So as soon as that, you know, they were saying they were explaining that and Loki was going into court. And I was like, wait, but then 
the Avengers fucked up time, so like, shouldn't they be going after them? And then boom, Loki says it. Like you're looking, you should be looking for the Avengers. You know, they're the ones who went through it, which is crazy because he's from 2012. He just saw like them trying to take the Tesseract and he put that together that like, hey, he, they came back from the future and they're like, um, they're trying to do something. So, but then they nipped it in the bud right there where the judge goes, no, what they did was supposed to happen. I love that. I I love how they just kind of got rid of that. That like that that's their excuse, and then that's it. Like there's all plot hole like exceptions right there. Were kind of just nope. That's supposed to that's supposed to happen according to the space lizards that dictate the flow of time. Um, They're gonna be bad guys eventually, right? Like the space lizards, they seem way too powerful. No, and, and what's what's really cool about the TVA is like one thing that I do know about, like I said, I don't know much about them, but one person that they are known to like kind of clash with because that their biggest thing is time is Kang. So yes, which who's coming in the next Ant-Man. So that we, who knows, maybe before the series is over, we might even be introduced to that. Like this Kang is the biggest time variant. Yeah, exactly. Um, but just, overall like so you know kicks off right like you were saying uh avengers 2012 and then you know he's uh he where does he end up like like at the mongolian Mongolia. empire <laughs> yeah no no but he doesn't go back in time right because that's what i was looking for i rewatched it when i watched it originally i thought it went back in the day back in the day mongolia but it looks like when i when i was rewatching it just says gobi desert mongolia so it seems like it might just be present day, but just in Mongolia. And then he doesn't like skip a beat. He gets up and starts saying like, I'm burdened by glory and stuff. And that's what 2012 Loki does. And then the time <laughs> variant people come out. Like, what do you think about their mechanism and their like mode of transportation? So where it looks like a door just opens and they step through and the tech that they have. That was sick. And I like how poor Loki, like he just got his ass kicked by like Hulk. And then, like, you know, the Avengers, and then, like, he, saw, like, he just started getting started again with his little... He just saw a platform, like, he doesn't miss a beat, like... But then, like, boom, he gets his ass kicked again at, like, where he's feeling the pain, or it's slowed down. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, do you, do, you, do you have the cast pulled up for the show? Because um, the, the lady that plays, you know, the main time variant lady, she was also in... What was that show... Uh, it came out recently on HBO. You're pl- you're talking about Hunter. Uh, is it Wenmi Musaka? Yes, her. She and also the guy that plays Kang. Uh, Lovecraft Story. They were both in Lovecraft Story. Country. Lovecraft Country. Yeah, there you go. And like I remember when I was watching, I was like, man, these guys, these guys are really good. And then it got announced that he's gonna be playing Kang, and it was really cool to see her in here too. And you know, she's a badass. Like. She fucking hands Loki his ass in a matter of, like, minutes of seeing him. So, yeah, then Loki, you know, he goes and sees that, like, the whole minute, the whole, like, uh, I, I like that video, you know, that explains the TVA, like you said. And she's just, like, throwing words like nexus beings and timelines and multiverse. And, multiverse. And, I was like, ah. and she throws out madness, too, I think, at one point. Yeah. I was just like, yes, keep going. 
keep going. And then that just shows you, like, that's where we're headed with Doctor Strange with the Multiverse of Madness. It seems like <clears throat> it seems like that Doctor Strange movie, Doctor Strange one, was a smaller part, but I think this new Doctor Strange movie. It seems like it's going to be a big, big, you know, like movie like Civil War was or something like that, that like really progresses the story. But it's. But yeah, this, it was is, crazy. Just, this is just new territory. And like. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it sounds weird that I keep going back to it, but it's just to me that just was like it, it was like a nice little nod and also at the same time oh but but one thing before so so yeah so you know he's there he's waiting to get sentenced and then while somewhere else um Mo- uh, mobius aj mobius you know owen wilson's character um is like they're trying to hunt another time variant which they can't figure out which time it's from and he's basically killing their like Minute squads, Minutemen, and then taking these reset charges, which are basically used to clip a branch timeline. So do they and kill those people? The people in Mongolia, the little girl in Italy, over there, do they kill these people? Yes and no. They're killing them, but not really killing them because they're resetting them back to their own timeline. So that, like, yes, that part, that because that timeline was branched off, the people in that timeline are going to die. But technically, they should have never existed in the first place because the timeline should have never so branched when, off. So they're just backly restored back into their timeline. I wouldn't say it's killing them. Killing them. So when right? Miss Minutes says like things that cause a Nexus event, what does she mean by like, oh, you were just late to work? Like, what are Nexus? Uh, Nexus events are what cause the variants, right? Correct. Like you diverted off the path of what this time dictate was dictated as. See, the like this time is crazy. Like Marvel's getting in the territory of like trying to explain like what's happening like in the, in the universe to like a deeper level now. You know, with 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 the TVA with the Eternals coming out, like it's getting getting heavy, dude. No, super heavy. So you know. That was just, like, the biggest thing, man. It was just, like, to see the stones just sitting there in the junk door, like... And then, like, and it's funny because the attention to detail is always there. Which stone do you see more of? Which is obviously going to be the time stone. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's the one that would be... So the soul so stone really stones. threw me off. Like, how did, how did somebody with the soul stone, like, become a variant? <laughs> like, doesn't like, there, why are there so many stones? There's a lot of variants, maybe. Did you see, like, people are trying to point out that, like, when they're bringing in Loki or, like, when Loki kind of, like, escapes for that little second, you know, when he's kind of running around, that, like, they're bringing somebody in and they're saying it looks like Peggy Carter. Yeah, I I saw that on Twitter. I don't know. So before I saw their show, I, I briefly went on Twitter and it was like a review from Discussion Film or one of these other sites. And it said Loki 1 was off to a clanky start. So that like fucked up my expectations for it. But then when I watched it, I didn't feel there was anything clanky about it. 
Not at all. That DB Cooper thing also killed me because, like, yeah. I always I thought it was going to be bigger than what it was. Like, I thought it was going to actually going to be like an integral part of the story. Like, he's mm-hmm. doing something for the TVA and that makes him mm-hmm. DB. No, they they're like, no, this is just like a one off, man. Like, you guys don't even know how crazy this shit's going to. Like, they the fact that I was just like a little joke. Like, doesn't even <laughs> like he just he hasn't even started messing with the timelines and. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't expect to see the, as much character growth. Like I said. Between Tom Hiddleston, like, and this, this Loki from that part of the time timeline, if that makes sense, towards the end of the episode, like, I thought that was just crazy to see. And then, yeah, they, yeah, it's like like, they they fit like a decade's worth of character development and into one into thirty minutes. So, so that's what he was. That was what Owen Wilson's goal was, right? Yeah, because he's trying to figure out so. He's saying this other variant is also Loki. So he tells him, like, you're a pussycat, but, like, this is a dangerous That was the funniest fucking... He's like, no, no, I specialize in dangerous variants. You're, you're, you're like a pussycat. That reminded me of, you know, that The Longest Yard with um, Adam Sandler, where they're looking up their stars. Like, you know, the star dictates, like, how fucking, how much of a bad, like, you know, criminal they are. And Chris Rock's character has like a half, a half a star. It, that's what that reminded me. He just goes, "No, you're just a little, you're just a little pussy." <laughs> so, so, um, you know, go, so you know, Mobius is kind of like talking to him, trying to figure him out, and he tells him, you know, so he's chasing another time variant, and that's Loki. So this is that. This is one thing where. You know, and I promised myself I wouldn't like make spe- speculations or whatever. But you here I am. I'm in a kind of. I know who the other Loki is. So go that, ahead. that's basically yeah. So I, I think, it. what if? So Loki's biggest thing is he wants to be in control of his own destiny, and what this place shows him kind of is no, he's not. Like the TVA kind of just controls everything as is, you know. Mm-hmm. So. What if, like, this Loki, they're using, right? And this is probably not going to happen. Like, is is just, that's not, it's kind of like, that's not a different time variant, but that's just future this Loki. Now he's that trying to, sense. like, change everything. Because he doesn't like the fact that there's this agency out there, like, that has pretty much pre... And he's already seen his ending. He sees how he... And Dude. obviously, he doesn't want to be, get reset. Once he's reset, that means he's done. His time, his variant, his branch has already been clipped. So that's it. Like that, he's back, arrested. How he needs to be in that timeline, up until where he dies at the hands of Thanos is set already. So why would he want to go back to that? Or like what Owen Wilson hasn't really promised him what he's going to give him if he helps him. So I think. That wouldn't that be crazy if like all they had to do was reset him, but because they didn't reset him, this is just this is they turn him into that other variant. So then, so then, why does he bring him to fucking take him out? You know, take the other guy out. So I, like, so but their their time travel stuff again. Marvels is different, so if they were to take this Loki out, that wouldn't affect the future. But it would be di- their time travel stuff's different in the actual universe, all that. But the TVA exists outside of the multiverse mm-hmm. and the universe, mm-hmm. so that's 
I don't know, just throwing some stuff out there. I mean, I was, but that that was pretty cool. That whole how he got to look and see everything. He, I was jealous. Yeah. He got to just see the best parts of Thor: The Dark World, unlike everybody else. Like yeah. you know, we, he got to see just like the best. It was it, notes, of, you know. It was it was emotional when he saw his mom die. It it kind of harkened back to remember an end game where Thor, he's like, this is the day my mom dies, and like. You know, like, it was that same fucking... It's sad, man. But, yeah, so he he got through all that development. But it was it was a solid episode, man. Think of the, all the shit that we learned about the MCU in this fucking episode. I read somebody wrote it was too much exposition. Like, what does that even fucking mean? <laughs> man, and wasn't that cold when Mobius goes, like, like... Like, oh my god. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. <laughs> you can't blame him for Frigga's death all the way, but I mean, you can kind of. You can pretty much. But yeah, man. So that's episode one, dude. I think it's fair to say we're in. So we're in to the extent of you've already crowned it better than fucking WandaVision. And fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier, you recency bias having motherfucker. <laughs> but like, no, bro, this is gonna change. Like the just that, just like the implications of what are what is going on right now. And plus, we've already gotten to see all the Avengers, and we got to kind of see. And that was another thing that kind of like in the movie when they're doing that. You know, Loki also does the whole like where he switches into Cap, but he doesn't do like the facial like. It's weird that it's di- we're getting to see different iterations. If you watch Endgame, when they're doing that elevator scene, it, Loki does that thing where he does turn into Cap and he goes the he like mimics him or whatever. But in this one, not only does he mimic him, he kind of like does something with his hands and fingers and shit too. But yeah. It was... But yeah, I, I guess like if I'm trying to like break, do you get what I'm trying to say? Right? Like I'm saying like it, it would be crazy if we get to like episode five. It turns out oh Loki goes back and he's the one committing all these crimes just to get set up to so they have to recruit him in order to stop him in the first place. Like I'm saying I think that, sounds, that sounds crazy enough to make sense. Cause I honestly don't know what other what 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 other Loki would it be, you know? Yeah. So it and, makes and sense. you have and plus the T V A has to be destroyed in order for the next movie to happen. So like you this think by the, the TV... end of this, oh, it's going. So that's you... why it's gonna go into the multiverse of madness. Yeah, yeah. So the TVA is gonna come. Oh yeah, the TVA is going down. It's when does the matter... fucking multiverse of madness come out? Nine months. Nine months. I know. I looked at last. This was done. I was like, oh man, cool. This is setting up the multiverse of madness. Let's see when it's nine months. Isn't it? Doesn't it feel weird to have like look forward to movies to coming out again? Oh, yeah! I can't wait. Are you going to see Fast and Furious? Hell no! Uh, I, I did watch uh, Quiet Place Part Two the other day. A little How too was that? quiet. Yeah. Um. This is my non-spoiler review. So there's it's this is like I had forgotten what happens in the first movie. So I like the way that in the first, you know, little opening portion of it, they kind of reintroduce you to this world and actually show you what happened, like the day of you know, when the shit all went down. 
But my biggest thing is like, okay, these are sound murdering aliens or beings. We don't know anything about them. What's their motive? Why are they here? Other than just killing anything that makes a noise. So it was just more so of like, you know, like what how the first movie was like, it was good. Like the performances were nice. When I was watching this movie, I was thinking, okay, John Krasinski, Reed Richards, uh, Emily Blunt, Susan Storm. And then I would even get, you know, the guy that plays Scarecrow in Nolan's trilogy? Cillian Murphy. Yeah, he's a really good actor, right? Yeah, I was. I used to watch um, Doctor Doom. He's playing Doctor Doom. No, I said if, like my uh, when while I was watching, while I was watching this in my mind, I was thinking, okay, Marvel, John Krasinski as Reed Richards, uh, Emily okay. Blunt as Susan Storm, your homeboy as Doctor Doom, and let John Krasinski direct. Because that would be it. Everybody's already kind of hinted at the John Kuninsky, the um, Reed Richards thing, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Cillian Murphy would be, yeah, that would be a good cat. Have you ever seen Peaky Blinders? I haven't, no. Yeah. But like, I I know him from like uh, I think that movie Red Eye, the Nolan trilogy. He's just like oh, one of those. Did, did you guys catch a? Did you catch that picture of the devil hanging in like when uh you know the when girl when, yeah, when he asked for, who did this? Mephisto theories again. Hmm? Hmm? I like how Mephisto is just a fucking joke now. <laughs> yeah. So she's probably like, oh, he had horns like Loki, or like he had horns like the devil, right? Yeah. I don't know. Some man, people have hinted like, at like a female version of the whole, of Loki. What if like that's the thing? Like it, it is a time variant, but it's a different version. Just think of like how sexy she would be, because like fucking Tom Hiddleston, like that that scene in in the elevator where they laser his clothes off. Like yeah. we know who that's for. Mm-hmm. Like you know. And then a female version of it? I don't know, man. I don't know. I haven't... Again, I'm not going to go through all the breakdown videos and Easter egg videos with this. Like, I I just feel like I enjoy it much better when I'm not actively trying to... Yeah. No, and I wasn't trying to piece it together, but, like, that was just, like, for me, like, that's that was something that just popped in my head. Because, like, to me, it, it kept just saying, like, why would he want to restore, like, everything to a timeline where, like, his ending he already knows and then he his like like his branches clicked off like wouldn't they just reset him like that that was kind of where my whole thing of that's just a future him same guy kind of came in but you know i don't care i don't care if it turns out to be that like i wouldn't be like that's my i just i just want to know what the hell happened next exactly every wednesday they say this comes out who is selling you these things Disney Plus. Uh, they sent out emails? <laughs> no, like, I, I was, because I was trying to rewatch it the other night, and it said, like, Loki comes out every Wednesdays, Wednesday nights. Yeah, I had rewatched it right before we started recording, and I was thinking about rewatching it yesterday, but, like, it, like, it was, like, Disney Plus, like, kind of crashed on me, but, man, fucking, like, this is a movie, dude. Like, there's nothing that's, 
in this that's not like what would be in an MCU movie. Like, it's crazy. You can smell the cologne of two Tony Starks. Yeah, that was hilarious, man. (laughs) But, man. Yes, so uh, any closing thoughts or anything? But, yeah, I thought the part two was okay. Like, probably like a seven and a half. I don't know. It's like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes critics and audience, though, so... Apparently, people loved it. A 90? And you thought it was just okay? Yeah. I don't know, man. I kind of, like, I I think because I was hyped for it and then it got delayed, Mm -hmm. it was kind of like it went away. So I don't really, eh. It's kind of like I think movies suffered from that a lot. Some will. I think Black Widow so probably might yeah. suffer from that. Yeah, that sucks. Poor Nat finally gets a film. <laughs> hmm. I'm but, still gonna go watch it, man. Opening night, like it's gonna be dope. Oh yeah, and I wonder how it's gonna fit into the shows. Yeah, because technically think... it was supposed to come out before all this stuff, right? Yeah, so I think it's going to be before all of this stuff. I don't think it's going to tie into the shows. Really. Yeah. Great I would say great show. Off to a great start. The best show. The best show. Jesus, man. Ever. Like, can you... Can, can, in the can history you... of all shows, in fact, I would say. Not even, like, Marvel oh my shows. God. Like, any show ever made, perhaps, maybe? Like, I don't know, like... Like Gilligan's Island, you know, Mash, all that shit. Just wrap it up and throw it away. Like <laughs> this shit. Somebody's listening to our podcast for the first time. It's like this guy's got some. You said you had a hot take, bro. The scorching, the hottest take. Yeah. Well, I, the... I hope you stick to that. I, I hope it. Yeah, I hope it keeps this pace on that. It's it's off to a great start, and the. It has completely changed the MCU. I think it's it's. It, we can't. Like if my take was up. a woman, it would be Margot Robbie. Sorry, I was trying to figure out like that metaphor. For, like the last I got time. it because to me, Margot Robbie is the most beautiful creature on this planet. <laughs> but you know, I think that that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Um, you know. We we did watch Invincible. Oh my God! Jess has to uh, wrap it up. He's got a couple episodes left, but hopefully uh, next week we'll at the end of the episode next week we'll talk a little bit about Invincible. If you haven't watched Invincible, you haven't heard of what Invincible is. Amazon Prime animated show. Had no idea what it was. Started watching it. Binged it in three days. Really good. One of the best episodic animated fucking shows that I have seen I don't know in a long time I don't watch much anime if if this is what anime is like now I'm probably going to start watching more of it but this gave me like Dragon Ball Z vibes so if you haven't seen it go watch it it's violent and gory as fuck it's M rated it's beautiful second each and every line. And yeah, so next week hopefully we'll talk a little bit more about that. 
And, you know, we'll be back next week uh, to talk episode two of Loki. I think out of all the MCU shows, after as far as one episode goes and building my intrigue, I would say this one has built the most intrigue. Will I go as far as you? Not yet. But let's hope uh, but towards the end of the show that I will be agreeing with you because I do oh. want it to be really good. And so that's going to do it for Jess and Guggen this week. We're signing off until next time. Have you ever, um, before we go, have you guys ever heard of like a small little picture called Gone with the Wind? Gone with the Wind. That's that, uh, that's the, that one is like the, if they say that, like if they adjust inflation and stuff, like that's like the biggest movie ever, right? So I think this first episode, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Pura Vida! Pura Vida!